Golight presents the Talking Bollocks Podcast. The Hip Knocker. Episode 43 of the Talking Bollocks Podcast brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Teddy Flower. It's me, CLB. And this week we're joined by... Graham Bork. How are you, Graham? Yeah, I'm good. You? All good, pal. Yeah. Into that mic there, Graham. And yeah. I have to shut up into that there, pal. Talk into that. <laughs> How's things all good? Yeah, keeping busy, yeah? yeah. Keeping busy, yeah. 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 What's up with you, Calvin? I'm all good, bro. I'm all good. Third podcast in a week. So if you're listening to this, I'll hopefully still be on my holidays. Yeah, so that's what I was going to get into. So this is the third episode that they're recording in three days. So zingers, we don't know what zingers were at the day. We don't have results or anything like that. Because people don't realise, you know when we do the zingers from the week before? Yeah, yeah, we do forget what they want and we have to listen back to the podcast and we go, oh yeah, Turner Joe said this, so go write that down there. So... Because we can't listen back to the episode from yesterday. And we haven't put the poll, Joe, because... there we go. You know what I mean? So but, Calvin's going to be in the heart of Mexico as this one goes yeah. out as well. But you'll be back for the next one after this. Yeah, we won't be for another three weeks or something, but there <laughs> we go. We said the holiday for the boys. Right, uh, we don't have singers. Oh, you have a singer. <laughs> oh, you have a singer. And then you're dreading this one because no. you mentioned it twice already, yeah. <laughs> You said, this is how bad the singers are getting. Don't ever use this as a singer. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You know what it's going to be. No. So, Graham, do you know when you're in bed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's you call the yoke that covers you? Duvet cover. Duvet. It's he a fucking... Call, he calls call, it duvet. But we can't put that out there, bro. Where from? So, We're all from town, boys. Someone, someone sent us one and says, is it called a quilt or a duvet? Duvet. Yeah, yeah I've no. heard a quilt before. Yeah, no, see, I don't think it's that bad. You heard the quilt? Yeah. I've never, ever, ever heard of the word quilt, ever. Ever. No. Ever. In all my years, no. on this planet, a quarter of a century, never heard the word quilt. But there we I go. Quilt that they've made. We've no zingers. We've had down three podcasts in a week, we've had down 43 episodes, and you're going to tell me that you can't use that as a zinger? We'll get away with it. We won't get away with it. No, we can't do it. Listen, it's it, That's my there. one. That's my one. That's one. Well, Terrence has a big one. I have the biggest zinger we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. Real message. So, should we keep doing the zingers or not is my zinger? Yeah. Um, I think we should, but we're just going to have to branch her out, isn't it? <laughs> like it's, it's what? Gonna we, be... we said we'd branch out into Woodrow Radders and all that. Yeah. Well, I have a Woodrow Radder. It's hard to keep going though, isn't it? It is. It's, it's hard, hard to think of this stuff. And the stuff people will be sending us as well. Some terrible, terrible ones. Oh, someone yeah. someone <laughs> sent me one, right? And I'm not even lying to his boys. I screenshotted it and I forgot to show you how bad it was. Someone goes, is it an apple pie or apple pie? Do you know I what I mean? That's what we put up with, Graham. Someone sent us a voice message and says, is it communion or communion? And I was like... <laughs> Same thing. What? That's what I'm saying, but like... <laughs> Oh, you don't even know me. Head must be wrecked over it. What's the would you rather you had? Would you rather go 100 years in the future or 100 years in the past? See, that's a good would you rather. You see, now we'll have a bit of that. See if you can keep that going now for a few weeks. I was actually going to hold that for the next podcast. No, we'll, we'll have now. that. Well, look, it's out there now. Right, go on, Graham. You're going to have to sit into that mic. You may as well be sitting down with the blade, Stephen's brain Sitting offside, there he was. It's not that deep, Graham. Oh, it is that deep, bro. Well, what's wrong with them? That's the problem. Yeah, it's that right. deep. Yeah. Bear with me. Just maybe give us a minute of silence there. You go into the future? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, see, up. see, we know what you happened know what in happened the past because yeah. of the history, mm, Bill. Yeah. You go into the future and you don't know what you're going to see, boys. You don't know what you're going to see 20 here from now. Mm, Imagine yeah. 100. 100. Yeah, yeah. Look, what, what do you think? Name one thing you think is going to happen in the future. Graham, what do you think you're going to see in 100 years? Give me something quick. Go. Five, four, three. No phones, maybe. No phones? Mm. What? Mm. What do you think is going to happen there? Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you you go in the future. Future. You're going future as well. Yeah, yeah, I'll go yeah, future yeah. as well. Fuck, fuck all the fact that you you've lived to this point, yeah. haven't you? You know, and you know most things, and if you go into the future, you just don't know what's going on. You could be growling off that, but the second you get there, you say, "Bollocks, what better than this for?" But fairness, when you think back to what, so what we took twenty twenty nineteen twenty one. It's a hundred years ago. How far the world has come since then? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, cars weren't yeah. even fucking mass produced. They had got cars, but they weren't fucking. Yeah, everyone didn't a have a car now anymore. Yeah. A micro? Yeah. You never see a micro anymore. Yeah. I haven't seen a micro in a long time. Have you not? No. 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 Last time I was seeing a micro was getting rallied up and down Liberty Hill. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's it's old school, isn't it? Oh, he's just getting scorched. Have a singer. Right, go. Right, this is shout out the cock. All right. Deco Corcoran, by the way, who tried to drag me into the gutter when I'm on this one and I won't be having it. He said, is it a wheelie or a peddler? Yeah, actually, right? that was a bad And one. said, that I'm going to agree with him that it's a peddler. I will and me bollocks agree with you. Mm. That is the, it's a wheelie, boys. Yeah. I just yeah, say float it. Yeah. I stick around the back wheel or something yeah. like, who called you a peddler? A peddler is it? Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm at the having a peddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Graham knows. And Cork, I was trying to say, oh, Tardins will know the story. It's Depp or yeah. Peddler. Graham, oh, you know Cork you. as well. He's a shoe bag. Yeah, Cork, But yeah, that's his thing, yeah. Right, wheelie. 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 Sam Wheelie, yeah. Right, yeah. right. We'll slap them out there. We're at the ringing the life out of this cloth. Honestly, boys. What, what There's no more do? juice coming out of this orange. Yeah. Fuck that now. <laughs> we have to move on. Right. We have something you want to talk about. I think I'll talk about my one first, will I? Because mine's a bit more lighthearted than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this this podcast will be a few weeks down the line. So a few weeks ago would have been the All Ireland final, and I keep getting sent this video of a young fella bunking in. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. no, it, no. It's, a lot of people keep sending it to me. So uh, it must be his dad. So his dad's in the turnstile handing in the ticket, and the young fella's right behind him. But like moving his leg when his dad moves his leg, moving his arm when his dad moves his arm, you know, like that. And then when that one obviously opens the torn soil, he slips through with him. And everyone's like, Oh, I bet you never thought of this. I was like, sure We used that. We all used to do it. I knew you used to do it as well. Yeah. Don't be saying, Surely I used to do it because I remember bunking no, into places said, with yeah, you. Yeah, he said, We all used to do it. Yeah, yeah. well, he's dead, right? But uh, <laughs> we never used to do it that way because what we used to do is you'd walk up to the torn soil. And you see a man hand the ticket in, and that one has to like press the pedal, right. and you hear her pressing the pedal, and then you just push a man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? None That's of how this, I used to do it. Yeah, none of this sneaking yeah, in, show you, just run. Yeah. yeah, and just push a man in. I'm I not big into bunking it anywhere, boys. Yeah. It used to be so crack. Not a big fan of it. That used to be just a thing that was on, innit? Everybody yeah. used to get together. So you used to like the old hill and all. Not even the fact you liked the concert, it was yeah. just something to do. Yeah. Boys, I punked into some concerts, and then you get in, and you'd be like, oh, this is who was on. You know what I mean? He didn't even know who was playing. Yeah, the boys yeah. used to talk about it and the flats used to say, we, oh, we get down and we bunking down. And I used to be saying, myself, we're going to go from Dodger flats all the way down to the old hill. And if you don't bunk in, you get caught, you're snookered. You're just down there for no reason. Okay, yeah, you have to trek all the way back up with your head between your holes. You know what I mean? Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, I remember I bunked into a concert and it was the Black Eyed Peas. And I was like, I didn't even know these were on. 
<laughs> but it was a great concert now, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But like all me all I'm saying is I wouldn't be going through like it wasn't that secretive, you know what I mean? We used to just go for it. It was like yeah. the Grand National jumping over barriers and all. And Kanye, the West, used... Kanye West and Jay Z was down there and gone into that two nights on the bounce. Yeah, two nights on the bounce. Yeah, two nights on the bounce. I remember I got in the second night and I was already there the first time, so I didn't really give a bollocks if I got in the second. But uh, I ran through the crowd, didn't I? And like I ran that far, I got to the top mm. at the stage mm. and I hit the fence and I looked up and the steward was there and he just shined his torch on me. Right. So obviously if he has his torch shining, everyone can see it and they fucking just converged on me and yeah. dragged me out. But uh, yeah, that was and good. That was, that was a great concert. Great concert, yeah. yeah. Remember Akko? Uh, Akko got his hat. Yeah, got Kanye West hat, yeah. But uh, the way he used to bunk in the Crow Park, we never used to really go through the tornstile. That was like a last resort. We used mm. to bleed and walk up there again and some fell on the gate in the zone. He's not going to stop 20 people running by, do you know what I mean? Nah, oh. you're not going to leave the gate, are you? Like, yeah, it's the same, you can't, like in yeah. rain, you're over the smoke and there you're gone. Yeah, they're not going to come <laughs> after you. Yeah. Run into the crowd now, he's not going to come after you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drop the shoulder and you're gone. <laughs> but um, what else was another way of you? So I don't really want to get into it because you don't want to give it away. But then again, like, do people still bunk in? Obviously. And why are you going to still be bunking in? The way we used to get into Crow Park, you used to go around the back of O'Connell's. When you climb up the wall in O'Connell's, you drop down and... So you're at the canal side. Yeah. But if you drop down then, everyone who's in Crow Park on like the balcony can see it. So uh, I remember dropping and everyone was looking at me climbing the wall. So they're all cheering and the steward is under me. So I'm about 10 foot above him. So he hasn't got a clue. Everyone's cheering and he's looking around, doesn't know what's happening. Next wall, <laughs> boom. I just land beside him and I'm gone. And he's like, what the fuck's that happening? I'm gone and everyone's cheering for you and all. So you're there sprinting up the stairs and everyone's like, go on, go on. And you're gone. It's mad when you think back to it, though, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck were we at? The stuff we used to be doing. That's a very crack. Do you know what I remember bunking in before when uh, Ireland played Italy in the World Cup and Glenn Whelan scored a screamer? It was under Trapatoni, yeah. It was in Crow Park when the Aviva was getting built. It was built. Garden Tate 1-0 away, was it? It wasn't. I think the game wall, was two wall. It was two wall, but uh, it was when we were... Do you know what happened? We drew that game and we had a one. They would have went straight through, but they went into the playoff with France and that's when Henri handballed it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we tried to bunk in and we couldn't. And I was like, fuck that, I'm missing this game. I think it was the last game in Crow Park as well. So we went around the back to O'Connell's and jumped over the wall, boys. Your ankles yeah, being a chiocker. Going around O'Connell's and getting in that Yeah, way. see, I'm at the length of yeah, the, no, the cut no, out of no, the bag no, now, yeah. you know what I mean? You go around there now, it'd be like bleeding Alcatraz trying to get through there. <laughs> Well, yeah, so I just wanted to sting you, Graham, and say, yeah, like this fella, professional footballer and all, giving her all that, and he still used to bunk into concerts. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what you used to do. And yeah. you know, City, they're all the things everybody used to do, you know. Well, I didn't think there was any harm in it, you know what no, I mean? There's no still harmony. no harm in it. No. Yeah, but like, well, you're only helping them out to thousands and thousands of people. I know, but because I'm just trying to tell people it's a pretty crack, it was the thrill at the it. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? The concert was because a bonus. You're not really haunting anyone either. No, uh, no. Fucking Jay Z's not going to lose you out the 40 quid for the ticket. Yeah, that's like, what you know I was thinking mean? as well, because. Like, uh, I was like, imagine you had someone on this podcast and I bunked into their concert. Like, do I owe them money? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'll yeah. revolute you there, pal. Yeah. Is that anyone that you bunked into that we could go on? Uh, the script. I bunked into the script. What's yeah. his name? Yeah, Danny. Man. He does a bit of boxing or a bit of fighting or something, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, I think he does Could, a bit of MMA or something like that. He could film me. Uh, <laughs> bunked in there. I'd probably get him on, surely. He's local enough, isn't he? But yeah. Danny, buzz on. I'll try you 40 quid, revolute you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring a zinger. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Bunking in, that was uh, just that was me uh, rigmarole about bunking in. Uh, before we get into that one, we said we were going to do a Halloween story every week till Halloween. Yeah. Have you got one? 
Graham has to have one. Go on. What's it? Oh, give us a good Halloween story. Something that happened years ago on Halloween. On Halloween? What you, Halloween, what you say like it's the best, the best holiday? Yeah, we think it's the best, like, go that Christmas, Halloween, best Easter, yeah. all them, yeah. thinking now, or just back it with the memories? Nowadays, yeah. it's joy, boys. Yeah, all, like, yeah. For me, yeah, keep growing up, you know, collecting everything yeah. like that. T- that tell us about collecting, go on, Graham. Ah, it's just a great time, you know what I mean? Everybody going out, getting up to mischief, tires, wood, you know what I mean? Going down different flats, you know, trying to get away. Never got involved. He wasn't pulling the tire off anybody, you know? <laughs> but, uh, nah, they were great times, like, great yeah, times. Oh, they're yeah. the best memories that we, like, anybody that you talk to from the inner city and you say Halloween, you see their eyes lighting up? Mm, yeah. They're like Halloween, like, it was a lifestyle, boys, now like that, yeah. Down from... From Three March, months up to Christmas or something like right that, you know. Pulling down the road. Yeah. Not to risk. And there's no, no way you have a bonfire, well, yeah? Nah, that's obviously nearly gone, isn't it? We'll leave the house normally, still have it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Still have it there. I was down there last year for that, but it doesn't it's, seem it's the, not same. the same. No, no it no. doesn't seem the yeah. same, like, you know. It's not the same if you can't carry conviction over. It's still, <laughs> it, isn't it? It's still controlled now. It's still yeah. fucking, it's still sheltered and all, you know what I mean? No, yeah, I'm only missing like the corporation all coming down the day before Halloween, taking, the taking stuff. all the yeah. stuff and that. Like, no, you know, need yeah. to. But they were doing that years ago as well. So that's what I was actually going to say. So years ago, I remember we, in those S3 flats, we had hundreds of pallets, mm. toys, everything lined up we had, yeah? And we were like, it was the morning of Halloween and we were buzzing. We were like, yeah. this is going to be the biggest fire we've ever had, buzzing. What happens? Mariah vans come in, big corpo vans come in, corpo trucks, and they come in, they start loading all the pallets onto the back yeah. of them. We're all standing there and we're like, like, we actually can't do anything about it. Yeah. So one of the boys, right, I can't say any names on the out, but you'll know how I'm talking. Anybody who was in those S3 flats that day, you'll know who I was talking about. <laughs> runs up the tower onto the now don't ever try this either <laughs> up to the top balcony in the flats right and hangs off boys right and starts screaming if, if you keep taking the pallets I'm gonna drop right boys this I'm sure you saw the way it was he's hanging I mean legs dangling off the top balcony so when he did that everybody sort of froze so all the older lads ran over to the corporal trucks and all took the keys out of them right guard that nothing did nothing took all the keys out of the guard the cars everything unloaded all the pallets off and brought them back over to where they were and then get the keys back and they left us they left us with all the wood and we got away with it but he got nicked yeah he got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He told me this story but, but he took one for the team and yeah. you know what actually I only mentioned Corker Decker Corker and think he was there for it as well so we know him on one about yeah. but he got nicked he sacrificed he got out he was back out with that night boys full he was of back out with the fire yeah yeah well worth the boys no, there used to be no more being especially it was always the day before or the day oh, of Halloween oh, one of when they used to come the corporal used to come in boy. and take the stuff it was horrible yeah you're staying up all night to make sure no one takes your stuff I burns you out and then the corporal comes in at eight in the morning and you can't, you literally you can't, can't do anything about it. There's nothing you what can you do about do? it. you give a cop a bloke a dig in the head. Like, you're just a scumbag. For yeah. that. Like, you just have to let them. It happened you know this one year in Mary's Man since the night before Halloween. We were in the playground on the pallets and it was getting late. Like, touching going home time. And you're like, love, you have to stay in the whole night. No one done that. No one took your wood. Yeah, grand. And then the cop will come in and you're like, bollocks in the guy that's down. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. So... The guy that are taking the pallets and putting them in the carpet van on that side, and then we're taking them on this side, throwing them over the wall. 
So like you're literally fighting with a copper for a pallet that we poke it back over the wall, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was madness. So when you think back, you never get away with this stuff now. That's how serious we all took that year. Yeah. Like, like that was, it was like, serious. Like yeah, we, we used to go out on plans like in groups like 40 years ago. Yeah. Us four all go through this line. The strategy involved and all that. Yeah, and if the older lads come out, just leg it back out and our older lads will catch yeah. it. Yeah. It was all this mad girl. And it was always someone was always gonna get you a van full of stuff today at Halloween. Yeah. My younger walks in a toy factory, he's gonna get us a van full of toys on. Never came. He never came. He never came. But shout out as well, because this'll be I know it was only yesterday, but it'll be last week's episode. And I said, oh, I was always pushed up the front, you know, run up there, take a hiding there. But it was always me and Glenn Lewis. I forgot to give Glenn Lewis a show. I mean, him got took some milk out of hiding years ago. But it was water. Every hiding we took was water for, his, for the boys in the flat. <laughs> but yeah, Halloween, best time of the year when yeah. you're a kid. Roy, you want to talk about something serious? Yeah, so uh, there's a video going around of a little young flat. What was he doing driving a motorbike around? I'm not sure what he was doing, but I seen. Was it? Some, there is a motorbike. Is it? Was it not someone he was related to getting pushed down the road? Because I think he had a helmet on him. And his dad came out and then he pushed the dad and someone goes, don't push that old man. Oh, is that the same situation? That's what I, I said. That's a video. I just you know the video, video I seen of is a little 14-year-old Jonfle mm. putting his hands up over his head and the guard running over, a copper runs over, takes him to the ground. Plain clothes copper. Plain clothes copper. And then three other coppers come over after him. And a copper in a uniform kicks him runs over and kicks him straight in the face. Yeah. A 14-year-old jumpla. Did you see the video? Oh, I've seen that part, yeah. I've, like, seen, I've seen multiple videos. That's why I wasn't too sure. Yeah, and then I've seen the same situation. that J-Sock are looking into it. Like, mm. that jumpla. Like, how like, did they get away with that? Yeah. That the May... biggest gangsters of the law. Mm-hmm. How can you... Imagine, right? Say a copper does something, right? I run over, take now another jumpla runs over and kicks him in the face. You get eight years, like. Mm. What, what happens to that copper for kicking a 14-year-old boy in the face? When he was tucked down, he, he wasn't resisting arrest. He had his hands over his head, tucked down to the ground, yeah. held down by three other grown men. Then this copper in the uniform runs up and kicks him in the so face. There's, there's, like, fair enough, people say, ah, you shouldn't be that rough for him. Grand, he got yeah. tucked down, right? Grand, but mm. there's no justification by him kicking him in the face. And it's clear as day. He kicks him in the face and he had to get stitches in his eyebrow. A 14-year-old jumpling. Yeah. Think about that. So what's going to happen to that copper now? Like, G-Sock have to investigate. G-Sock have to investigate. But what's word you happening? He gets done for assault. Assault on a minor. There's nothing going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Well, we've, we've done it before on this podcast. We've criticised G-Sock. From personal experience, yeah, probably never touched on that part, but personal experience yeah. dealing with G-Sock, I've no confidence in them anyways. Yeah, it's a blatant joke it is. So I just wanted to bring her up and I hope the 14-year-old jump player, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, not probably do. I hope you're all right, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, fuck them. Right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, fuck the, the ones you were kicking you in the head. No, not all of them are the same. But that, he's a scumbag. Right, Grimo. <laughs> Don't look like that. You made me look bad. <laughs> Grimo, moving into you. Right, so, quick one. Uh, Grimo's actually our first footballer that's on the podcast. And reason being is because... We think a lot of footballers are media trained and it's tough to get a footballer on because they mm. can't really express or talk about... They won't open up. They won't really open up and things like that. And we have Graham on. Graham's one of the boys. He's from D1. He's one of our own. And it'd be nice to just have him on and hear his story and his mm. journey so far. And he has so a few far. convictions, so he, he fits the criteria. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Graham, what's your name? Where, well, I'm saying Graham, what's your name? Graham, what's your name? Where'd you come from? Graham Borg. come from the inner city. Champions Avenue, just off Sean McDermott Street. Um, yeah, I'm from there. Uh, what was life like growing up, Graham? Uh, great, yeah. You yeah. know, quite stable home. 
you know what I mean? Family's quite quite close together. Gave me everything that I ever needed to to do well in, in life and that, you know what I mean? Mom looked after me well and Why are you being posh for? Just saying man. <laughs> the mom looked after me well, you know, and you know what I mean? I had good support around me and yeah, it was quite good, like, you know what I mean? Didn't have any worries really when I was a a kid, so family situation was good. Yeah. You know? What was it like growing up in Vienna City? Good, yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it, you know. I was in great, isn't it? <laughs> great, like, you know, I was in do things that you probably wouldn't experience anywhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? Hung around with Calvin mm. for a bit, you know, yeah. the diamond and that, Sorry, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. taking yeah. over for you, I regret you every know? minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> one out, one you in. Know, lived in Avondale uh, for a while and then moved to Shamak Damage Street uh, apartments and hung around mostly in, in Avondale and around there, you know, and moved then over to Liberty House and things like that, hanging around people over there and that, you know. But Just go to school in the inner city, yeah? Yeah, I went to Marble Street. Then from Marble Street, went to Larkin. Yeah, you know? what was school like? School was good, yeah. You know, Larkin, I was probably more behaved in Larkin than I was in Marble Street, you know. So went you to school with James in yeah. uh, Marble Street and that, you know. But <laughs> yeah, in Marble Street, I was quite good. wasn't... You the weren't best a, education yeah. boy is like you know that way. And you weren't much of a bollocks so grown up. You no, were, I was. Like, you, you know that from yeah. hanging around me. I wasn't. Man never went down. Like, he was never like one of the force to be getting a blame on it. Yeah, like, no, he yeah. wouldn't be. No, yeah. you know, it was quite, quite quiet in a yeah. way. Like yeah. you know that way. No, and it got up to mischief, but to a certain extent, yeah, never took her overboard. You know. Yeah. yeah. So you were on the ball, were you? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, what age did you get into football at? About seven. Uncle Wayne bring me down to. Belvo. Well, they were actually training in Larkin at the time. You know, I mean, and he lives in uh, Chapins Avenue there next to Larkin, and he brought me over to uh, the hall in there. And it was an older age that was training in there, so I couldn't train at that time. So put me on to people that uh, could help me out, and then went down to Fairview and so Belvo probably for about 10 years. I was at Belvo. 10 years? 10 years, yeah. Fucking yeah, hell. yeah. So I've never changed clubs. Never really had the need to because I was mostly playing all the time, you know what I mean? Some kids, you know, skill boy, you know what I mean? Change different clubs, go here, you know what I mean? The game, not getting the game, and that, you know, that mm. sort of way. But Belva would have been one of the best clubs in Dublin. At the time, maybe, yeah, yeah you know. And but they're not still being now, boys. I'm not too sure. Um, you have the likes of Kevin now. Kevin's now. Rovers are doing well. They'd still, it'd still be a massive uh, skill boy uh, team, you know, that way. Sure, they have... Still good sides, like you yeah, know. Yeah. But um, yeah, there for ten years, and and then after Belva, after Belva, I signed for Villa. Then after before Belvo. jumping into that, right? So when did you start getting noticed by scouts? Start getting trials and stuff like that. I was quite a late developer in a way. You know what I mean? I was still playing, but at the time, other lads were going on trials and that. But from your never, Belvo team, yeah, from my Belvo team, there was a couple. I never really was going at that time, you know what I mean? Even when Ireland came around, I think it was my age group, it was like started at 15s then. I never really got any recognition of international setup or anything like that then, you know, that way. But other lads off the team was going on the trials for that, you know. But I never really got it. And, you know what I mean? Every, normally when you move to England at that age, it normally would have been 15. You know, you would have moved mm. then, you know what I mean, and went... Or I was late. I was nearly the year after that. You know that way. Was it nearly a, a case of like 
if you're not gone by this time, you're not gonna go kind of thing. No, it wasn't wasn't that necessarily, you know. I think at them ages, you know what I mean. Kids develop differently. Yeah, you know what I mean. I might necessarily be good at this time, and you're good, but the next year it might just click for me. You know what I mean. I might just do well then, and a lot went at that age, and you know what I mean. Then I was kind of the one that was probably standing out the most in the league at that time, and. I remember going to the Galway Cup, um, Salt Hill Devon. They put a tournament on there and I was there. And it's kind of a showcase. You know what I mean? You'd see all the scouts uh, standing around there. And I'd done well in that tournament. I got player of the tournament. And then that's when I saw the start. They all started coming one by one. Yeah. And and that. And you know what I mean? It just once you got one, it was like a snowball effect. They all just start coming and all yeah. just start coming. And... You know what I mean? Maybe at that time, the hype of whatever the scouts are all talking, I might have been the one at that time. Like, you know what I mean? Who was first trial? First trial I went to was Everton. Everton? Yeah, I went to Everton Jeez, the first so time there. I went to Everton. Yeah, <laughs> that was that. Like, you know, <laughs> but to me, it was great. You know what I mean? Yeah, the excitement for it and everything like that, but the nervousness of it too. You know what I mean? It's quite. It's quite nerve-wracking when you went to a changing room, you know what I mean? And football, don't know, don't know anybody in country. Yeah, you know, at that at that age was especially at a huge club because yeah. listen, let's be like that shit, right? But that <laughs> year, I just hate everything. But they are a huge club when you had Yeah, that massive age, club. Know, like, like you know what's going on, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. I'm going from Fairview Park, like, you know yeah. what I mean, to like this massive training ground, you know, this big building. Ten or so football pitches around the Astral Tours, everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're thinking like this age group has that, you know, constantly to where I'm only training if it's Tuesday and Thursday and I'm playing on a, a Saturday or a Sunday. You yeah. Know? Like you're nearly you're, that professional mentality and you're only fucking just, 15. Yeah. It's yeah. Installed into yeah. Them at an early age, like, you know what I mean? And still now, I don't know how it's it's changed now, skill boys, if, if clubs are bringing kids in, training more and more. But, mm. you know what I mean? I think in, in this country, it's a massive thing to have kids training as much as possible. Oh, I know it's, it's hard on parents to get them down and it's not easy in that, you know what I mean? Where maybe in England, they have minibus drivers to ground the home so the local ones, you know, that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have all that, like, you know, but, oh yeah, that was, that was the first one. It was a real big eye How many trials did you end up going on before Villa? <laughs> Uh, probably about six, seven or something like that. Yeah. Maybe like, you know what I mean? I went to Everton, then I went to Forest, Sunderland, Spores, Villa. Um, yeah, that's all I, I can think of the, the top of my head. Some went better than others, you know what I mean? I went to Everton, you know, I was there for a week and went home, never heard anything back, but knew myself, stinker. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> had a stinker, yeah, as you would say. Like, you know, that sort of way, so. You, do, you, do you feel like you shined in any of them over there? I did, yeah. Sunderland, I don't well at Sunderland, I don't well at Villa, I don't well at Spurs. Um, they were probably the ones that probably stood out the most and yeah. when I came around to it, I had offers from all three of them. You know, I remember Spurs coming um, to the Gresham and Hotel on O'Connell Street and they offered me a contract there and that was the first one I got but I still was going on trials I hadn't been to Villa yet and I hadn't been to Sunderland yet you know that way so you held off not that I, I held off I just knew I had them coming up right. you know that sort of way so I just wanted to not the fact that it was me like it was probably 
family too in a way to just say just just go everywhere see how it all pans out yeah. you know and assess it you know that way because we we might have went to Sunday and found a better you yeah. know what I mean and well you're not nervous you know, that Spurs might go take, take the contract back like well, it's probably too young at the time to realise that, that. Yeah. you know that sort of way but I end up going to Sunderland I end up going with one of the lads out in my class and Lark and the two of us end up uh, going and uh, love that you know what I mean done well there in one game I scored five goals in one game there when I was there on trial and end up going back and done well again and they offered me a contract and then when I went to Villa it was sort of the same but then the whole decision nearly of me signing for Villa was that the fact that there was other Irish lads there yeah you know when I went to Sunderland and that I didn't really have anybody there That's when I was going to Villa I was going with Mikey Drennan and he was from uh, Kilkenny you know and then he already signed at the time you know so I knew I was going to be living with him and I played against Danny in our league. He played for Crumlin and that. And then knew Derek from uh, Ireland trials and that. And, um, you know, so there was a real, like, an Irish couple place, of, like, yeah, yeah, an Irish place there, you know what I mean? <clears throat> with lads there. Well, so people in your family, you know, when you're going to, obviously you're only a kid, so someone mm. had to come with you when you're going to these contracts and all that. And what they saying to you, yeah, that's all good, but relax yourself there. We're going to see what else comes down the road. No, not after that because after Villa, that was sort of the last. Well, like, no, with the with the contracts for Spurs and Sunderland and all, is is your family putting you saying, like, hang on for a minute, don't jump the gun here, let's see what happens." No, not not really because it was just put into a situation of where do you feel most comfortable. Yeah, that, you know that way. And when I I went to Villa, and uh, the Irish lads was there, but wrong. It wasn't like a a contract that was different in a way. It's completely different when you're signing there to say, oh. I'll go there because that contract is better. It wasn't that like, you know, you're having a, an apprenticeship sort of way if they, yeah. they do there when you're um, a kid, like, you know what I mean? So I went there and one year I was I was there for the apprenticeship and then the two years after that it turned into pro. So it was completely, completely different. You know, you still have your schooling and everything yeah. to do while you're there and all that. But no, I, I can't remember anybody pulling me and saying, right, listen, hang on here because me... Ma wouldn't have been really totally involved in that sort of decision, you know what I mean? As in, she would have probably, obviously would have been thinking, like, I want the best for my son and all that, but it would have been my Uncle Wayne that would have, like, yeah. looked after that more than my ma would have because he was the one... Who really got you into football. Got me into football, yeah. brought me to football he's when involved. he didn't have to, you know what I mean? In no, he's not. No, he, he kind of done it. A couple of years after I left, but he was always nearly involved with the team that Roy was involved in, playing with, yeah. you know what I mean? So Did it ever give you a big head back then? Like, Did you need someone in there to sort the ground and go, look, Spurs is coming in, whatever, whatever. Did you ever just get too excited? No, not really. No, I never. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not one of them that have a a big head, you know what I mean? Like, confidence, hold up. Yeah, I have confidence in myself, but I'm not, not going to show people yeah. that I'm confident in it. Confident there. Like, is in a, a cocky way. Like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a fine line between well, see, that. Like, young, you know, that's why I was asking you the immaturity. You're probably going, Jesus Christ, I'm little. You know what I mean? Yeah. You need someone to give you a slap. <laughs> oh, you kind of did kind of take that, like, in a way, like, God, I got the villa, yeah, I must be great, and all yeah. that sort of way. Like, but you know what I mean? There's so many people that have come and gone. It didn't necessarily mean that I was going to pan away in football for me because there's so many kids that do it and come back and you never heard them. They're gone out in football. You know, why that do you sort think that happens? I don't know. I don't because know. it's it's such a it's such a hard game to try and 
have a career. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not easy. opportunity for the young players going over, you know? Because like, I feel like it's such a regular occurrence for the young players, Irish young players going over to England and then just coming back. It happens so often. Like. It does happen so often, but people are saying that it's happening to English lads too and it's yeah. happening to Spanish lads right. and it's happening to people all around the continent that are coming. I play with Spanish lads, Australian lads, um, also, Hungarian lads, yeah, all lads from like in my youth team, like you know what I mean. And it's that thing when you you kind of go in and you're speaking, everybody's speaking, they're talking to you, and they're telling you that is in the fact that the matter is, look around the room, sort of way. There's probably only two years in here yeah. that's probably going to get into this force team, but our jobs is to at least try to get you a career somewhere in football. Yeah. Whether it's going to be at this football club or it's going to be at somewhere else football club. Yeah, you know, just guide you and teach you the fundamentals of football and how to carry yourself and everything like that, you know. But it is a massive thing, like, you know what I mean? As in, lads that, is in I'm saying, I'm, I was a late developer and the lads that went away the year before me, like, like John O'Sullivan I played with at Belvedere, he's at Akron Sandy and I was the only one I can really think of that's still having a career in England from all the lads that have, have went in my, my age group, like, yeah, you know, that way. So, large, yeah. you know, you think of how many lads have gone and you think, right, there's only one of them that still yeah. has a career in, in England. I think that's but, important to know, is that, like, just because you're going over doesn't mean it's a guy to take. No, you know what I mean? No, it can, never been a, as quick a, as it can, it can, no. could be took away just there's as no, quick. so many people, so many people personally, mm. friends and things, you mm. went over and you're like, Jesus Christ, they're going to make it. You know when you're the same age, yeah. like, they're going to England, fucking yeah. hell. And then a couple of years later, they're back and it's like nothing's happening. They just go off and get a job. And you're like, what happened to your career? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Now when you're that young, you just think they're at the making it. Yeah. And then it's like... Because it's back. the dream, isn't it? The yeah. dream is like when you're playing football, yeah. what do you want to do? I want to go to England. 100%. That's especially it, when like, you're a kid. All you do is play football. Yeah. Like, all we did all day yeah. is play football on the flats. Mm. You know what I mean? And then when you hear someone's going to England, because that'd be like us with yeah. Arden Malloy and that, because yeah. Arden would be a very good friend of mine. Mm. And he was going to trials and doing all this, carry on with like, fucking hell. Now he is... Yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing yeah, very, he's very well. Yeah. He's off in America yeah. the last few years mm. and he's doing unbelievable yeah, over there, you yeah. know. But, uh, yeah, so Villa, you were, you were at Villa then, yeah? What yeah. was it like over there then, your time there? Brilliant it was, you know. It's first time I, when I came through and the doors at Villa and I was training and, and that. I remember Kev McDonald, which was the reserve team manager, bringing me to, um, it was like a first team pre-season game and um, it was more like sort of Kevin's team is in there was a few first team lads in it and uh, mostly reserve team players in it like you know and he ended up bringing me there I don't know why he bring me there you know what I mean I was only only there only training didn't have a game with the U team or nothing or that and, but when I was on trial I was always nearly with Kevin you know what I mean I played games with Kevin and um, I think Kevin took a liking to me somewhere but he bring me to that and I remember being there and I remember because it was a force team scheduled uh, game, Martin O'Neill's on the sideline. You know what I mean? I'm just like coming from uh, Ireland two weeks later, Martin O'Neill's on the sideline there and um, end up playing, coming on in the game and end up scoring and that, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking to myself, wasn't delighted, like, you yeah. know, and end up playing the first year there, second year there, things were going, going well for me. You know, the first three years at Villa, that was when I was really thinking to myself, I have a little bit of a chance here, you know, that way, because I've sort of playing in the reserves, 
playing in the youth team, you know what I mean? And playing in the reserve when you're in the youth team is massive because yeah. from the youth team, you want to go as quickly as you can to the reserves. And I was getting in there and um, Martin ended up leaving a couple of weeks and it was Kevin and all that. And then after that, Alex McLeish came in at the time. And I was doing well in the youth team, doing... Uh, well, when I was playing for the reserves and everything like that, and then Alex McLeish came in and he put me on the bench for the car, the league cup, Carlin Cup at the time it was, and uh, end up uh, end up coming on in that game and making me debut and just mm-hmm. thinking to myself like, this is where I really thought I have a chance now, I have a chance, and after that, that, that was against uh, Tranmere, I think I was at the time, mm. and came on in that and. Then the next week, then wasn't in squad, wasn't in squad, just playing with the youth team and uh, reserve teams at the time. And then after that, Paul Lambert came in. And when Paul Lambert came in, it was like a pre-season. At the time, the end of the season was over. And pre-season, uh, primary pre-season game, played the last pre-season game. Didn't start, I just came on and then came to Newcastle away, I think it was, first game of the season, the Premier League, and I was on the bench. I think to myself, like St. James's Park, like, you know what I mean? Looking around, 50, 60,000 people at this, you know what I mean? And I'm there, you know, warming up and all. Yeah. Looking around, <laughs> what's like, going on like what's, yeah. what's going on there? And then, never got on the game, but probably about six, seven games, four, six, seven games of the season, I was on the bench, just thinking to myself, listen, could possibly get a chance here, possibly get a chance here. But the chance never... Um, Never came to play in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the experience of it, like, yeah. You were on the bench against Liverpool, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah I remember that. Was Anfield, big like, you know, yeah. that was, that was massive. I'm a Liverpool supporter, yeah. like, yeah. you know. And Grew up out of One of the owners. It was, um, it was big for me, you know, and Wayne was in the away end with uh, my brother and everything like that, you know, and it was massive. But I never, Never got the chance to, to play in the Premier League, but I try to get that chance to really like gain confidence yeah. and more confidence to say, listen, you know what you've done and you're, you're close, just stay with it and <laughs> things like that. And it never came, but I played the, it was before Paul Lambert came in. I remember playing in the semi final of the Carabao Cup we lost to, uh, Carabao Cup, Carlin Cup. Um, against Bradford we ended up losing that Bradford played Swansea then in the, in the final, final and yeah, I came on yeah, and that yeah. I did you know what I mean that, so that was big for me too and then it, it kicked on into the Premier League but and then yeah that Ooh, was that still some experience though. So you're, yeah you'd you be training with the first team then though yeah well, it was in and, in and out like I wasn't like because I was on the bench I wasn't constantly like training yeah. with them every day to where I was like Think to myself, oh, I'm fully in here, you yeah. know, that sort of way. I was still like on the bench and then Tuesdays or whatever playing reserve games and things like that. And then when it fills it out of if not being in, I was still playing Saturday for the U team when I yeah. when I could, like, you but know. You're that training way. with like the likes of Bon Lahore, Darren Mendal, them boys. Yeah, they were there. Who Delph was, was, was there. the best player at Avila at the time? At the time for me, <sighs> Stephen Ireland was the best player that I seen there. What? Yeah. Stephen Ireland could play ball, but I didn't think you'd say Stephen Ireland. No, just like the ability he've had and how yeah. he saw things and how he played the game. Like it was, he was a baller. He just yeah, like you, you just think I'd say yeah. Van Lahore, like yeah. Delph was, that Delph was brilliant when he was there, but is in you think like ability who had the 
best ability, mm. the most ability would have been Stephen Ireland. Like yeah. he came from Man City when he yeah. was, yeah. But he was he flying was down that hell. He was running the muck. Yeah, he was running well. the muck and came in there. Now he didn't play all the time, you know. Probably should have played more than he did, but he was he was really good, like yeah. really, really good, like yeah. Mm. Right, so, that is legal. Mm. So, but like Bon Lahore, how good was like Bon Lahore? Ah, he was brilliant. He was, he was the main man. Like, yeah, mostly a bit of a wanker, boys. No, no, no. Any dealings I've ever had, he was great with the younger lads. You know, yeah. I always, I always took the time to um, talk to the younger lads because when you were in the youth team sort of way, you were on the opposite side of the canteen. But when you were in the reserve team, you were on the there's the first thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You were gone from uh, scramble leg and yeah. beans and toast and all to fill of steaks and all yeah. that on the other side, like, <laughs> you know, that way. So, um, but always, always sit down, chat, how just going on, everything like that, you know? Elf was the same. Yeah. Elf was brilliant with the younger lads too, you know what I mean? And, and that, and uh, now he's brilliant. But um, that, yeah, came to the, the tour year after that, keeping on. Villa, we played in like a European competition then, you know, and it's like the Champions League now of what the Champions League, but when it just started and we won that and um, you won the whole tournament. Yeah, we won the whole tournament. Yeah, like we're playing the likes of Ajax, um, Celtic, PSV. Was that any young then that are big now that you were playing against? Um, in the Chelsea team that we played in the Chelsea team. Um, Ake played, Christensen played, Loftus Cheek played. Um, smashing players as well. <laughs> yeah, a few of them that like Jeremy Boga. I think they actually tried to buy him back. Uh, so I think he's in France somewhere, but um, no, they had a brilliant team. They had we beat them in the, um, the final, you know, and everything was going great up until that point. And then I signed another two years after that, and that's when it's my down, sort of time at Villa sort of went from going up there to well Villa at that time kind of took a turn themselves didn't they though yeah when I was there like after Martin Martin they kind of so well with them yeah start the fight relegation and everything yeah. like that and years just uh, stay up but that never had an effect on sort of the trickle down though how I was going now I was from there like you know what I mean thinking that I've always had that chance and I was doing well and probably the best football I've ever played in my career at that time. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't really a career because I was still sort of like... Finding your feet. Yeah. Not finding... Yeah, but trying to make a yeah. career out of it. You know yeah. that way? Trying to get to that men's football, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that sort of way because I would have been only 18, gone 19 at that because obviously me saying I went later. So, you know, when I got there, I was... Uh, sort of older than the rest of the lads you know that sort yeah. of way so I signed two years after that and came back went along to Shrewsbury take on and play two games at Shrewsbury like you know probably wasn't the right thing to do at the time but do you think you just jumped into it just to shake and you got a chance at football it was sort of that thing like I had to I had to chance my arm and I had to take the chance I had to see how yeah, it was going to go for me, you know, and I went and played the first game against Latin Orient. Thought I'd done well in the game, you know. Dad was at the game, when I was at the game, came, we were like, God, done well there, you done well. Like, and after that, then never played. <laughs> <That was laughs> you know what I mean? So it was, it was strange. Like, I was going from Birmingham driving up to um, 
shows me I was still living digs at the time yeah. and there. That's what I was going to say to you. What's it like? So you're in digs, you're, you're staying in someone's gaff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, is in, they were sort of in all the, all that couple, you know, the kids yeah. have already moved out, so it wasn't really uh, a spare rooms in that. Yeah, house, spare realms yeah. in the house. So there was me and Mikey Drennan at the the start, um, yeah, and then Janoi moved in. He was from Luton, and then Andreas came in. He was from Hungary, and uh, there was just us in the house with mm. the family. Freedom of the house, could do whatever you wanted We're in the just house. Some like, random family. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah, that's yeah. All. This yeah. Is, they, they get paid for the club for this. It's just yeah. a rotation. Yeah, yeah. So Grant yeah. could move out the year yeah. after someone else comes in, they just look after him. That's yeah. mad. All the football that. clubs do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's digs. nuts, but you never know that. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it like, Grant? Because obviously, then you'd be on a pro contract, so you'd have a few quid. You're just you and the boys. Is it out acting the bollocks and all? Or what's the story? You could it's kind of just stuck the coffee and all that. You know what I mean? I think half ten, you had to be home and everything like that, you know? But Never really out partying in a way or anything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just pictures out for something, three things like that. There's not much that you could have possibly done. You know what I mean? After training, you might you might go shopping and do things like that. But is it me? I was never really the one to mess around, act the products yeah. like. I actually way, remember like, you know, that way. Yeah, I remember we were we were at an open air, and you were only at the coming back from being with Ireland. And you were telling us, I can't remember where you were. You were away somewhere. I wasn't a home game, and you said you won the game. And they all went out on the rip after, and you were like, oh, "I'm just gonna go back yeah, to the hotel." Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Because we were at- wasn't away because yeah. it's something that like I regret in a way. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like just to experience that to have that sort of thing of yeah, I remember that shit. Remember that night. Yeah, after that, you know, to have stories about it, you know, that kind of thing. When I was away with Royal, I never really mingled, and I think that's what I what I was. You know what I mean? It's always a train, go to my room, come down, eat, go to my room, like you know that sort of way. It was yeah. just just the way I was. Like I wasn't that one. Like is in now, now I'm I'm better in a way at that, but I'd still be that one. Like you know, just stay for myself, like yeah. keep myself to myself. Like you know, that's the way I was. Like and you know what I mean. Part of me does wish that I maybe did dabble in it a little bit. You know to have yeah. that experience in a way them stories and things like that to say what has happened on that when you look back on it and that but now it's the same in digs like you know what i mean yeah like ron and jerry which their names was they probably would have said like oh graham like ah, oh, graham was no hassle no yeah. problem no whatsoever <laughs> like you know that way where um maybe other people they had before me might have been different like back you know what i mean like you know so shrewsbury doesn't work out you go back to villa then Go back to Villa then and kind of I think that was the turning point, you know. Paul Lambert was there at the time and, you know what I mean, didn't really get back into training with the force team, doing anything with the force team, like, you know what I mean. I was there at Shrewsbury, but knew I wasn't playing, so I wanted to go back to Villa to where even if I playing with the reserves, I'm still playing football, you know, that sort of way. I'm still getting matches under my belt and maybe show somebody else that, to take a chance on me and get me there, but we end up seeing out the season then to uh, the end of the season to the Villa, with Villa, and then come back and then the last year at Villa, I done my ankle, tore the ligaments in my ankle, and had a hamstring injury then, didn't really play much and then got back and then went alone then to Notts County. And the uh, last 10 games in Notts County, when I went there, <laughs> first day I went there, when I went there, uh, 
Sean Derry was the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sean Derry. He was playing for QPR and all in the Premier League. No, remember Sean Derry? Sean Derry. Silver, yeah? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of ball grey, yeah. yeah. He was the manager there. Next day, I got in, he was sacked. Gone. <laughs> 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 I came in that morning, mate. Yeah, Sean Derry's gone. Sacked. I'm thinking to myself, oh, what's going on here? Obviously, he came in and took me here, and I'm thinking, Seth, I'm getting sacked. What's going on here? Like, but, um, End up staying there, end up getting a Dutch manager then in. He took a liking to me and that, you know, and end up playing the last 10, ga- 10 seasons there. And we were fighting relegation in the relegation zone at that time and just beat Doncaster, second last game of the season to give us any sort of chance of, of staying up. And went to Gilliam. If you beat Gilliam, we would have stayed up. Uh, went 1 0 up, 85th minute or something like that. End up scoring uh, myself and then. Um, Jumped into the crowd, everything. I was gone. Yeah, like, loving it. All was staying up. The fans are buzzing, like all that. Next of all, um, come back to and get took off as a sub. And I'm sitting there thinking, buzzing. Everybody's buzzing. Come on, come on. End up losing 3 1. Only up in the 85th minute and yeah, you lost 3 1. <laughs> what? Yeah, Everyone switched off. That's your heart. Everyone was thinking the celebrations after. Oh, and yeah, you were probably took off to waste time. Yeah, like, I don't know, I probably just took off, waste time, whatever, came on and never coming off, free kick into the box, uh, goal, bang, boom, another goal, just boom, 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 like that. And just go down uh, then, yeah? We end up going down, yeah. But I think Preston played Colchester and Colchester bet Preston and Preston would have won and Preston would have went up automatically. This was League One at the time. They would have went up to the championship, but then um, they end up going into the playoffs. Yeah. And that's how we end up getting relegated, yeah. Mm. But we were all waiting after the game because that game was still going on, thinking like... Oh, oh there's a chance. Yeah. yeah, it's a chance. But I was like, obviously, I was still at Villa, but my contract was running out nearly a month later. Like, you know what I mean? I think and I've had a good time here. They stay up, lovely. Hopefully these might take me or whatever like that, you yeah. know what I mean? And uh, end up going down and a week later then... Got a phone call. Tim Sherwood was the manager now. I think Paul Lambert left or whatever. He was the manager when I, I went on loan and agent rang me and she said, listen, but don't get a phone call off. You were released. But they normally tell you in January time. I was injured in January time. So when I went into the meeting, they were like, can't really tell you. Yeah, you haven't played. So I was just going to see how the last six months um, went. You know, so then after that, I ended up being really, I ended up, being released. Being released. And mm-hmm. that was like thinking, what do I do here? It's gone here. Yeah. That was gut-wrenching, like, you know what I mean? Because I loved it there, you know? Loved it. And um, all I knew was that, you know, that way. And to get a phone call, then all of a sudden to say, bang, that's over. You have to move on to the next thing. And everything running through, yeah, this is it. It's over. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? What am I going to do now? But lucky enough then... I packed my bags and, and I actually packed my bags. Uh, home, like? Yeah, to come home. But as I packed my bags, my agent rang me saying, I'm going to come to you um, to go speak to um, Neil Lennon. He was at Bolton at the time. And uh, I was like, oh, it's lovely. Yeah. So I went to speak to Neil Lennon and at Bolton training ground and everything like that and showed me around everything like that, chatting to him. Everything he was like, yeah, I'd like to have you, and all. I think to myself, 
this is great. Like they were championship at the time, like mm. thinking I didn't think anything like that was was gonna happen and things like that. And then I came out from Chantum Major and went in and thinking, yeah, but thinking when I got it done, like contract and everything done next week. And all of a sudden, bang, that was gone. You know what I mean? It was like then after the week, I was like, oh, can't do it done yet. Oh, no, I was not letting Neil sign any players at the moment. Then I went to Florida on holidays and that then. And agent ended up sending me a text message from Neil, Neil Lennon saying that um, if Graham has something else, I think he should explore that like sort of way. So Notts County still wanted me at that time. So I ended up going to Notts County at that time, signing two years there. Mm. So from that, like, as in being released and everything, you know what I mean, thinking what's going to happen to being at home and then eventually signing and having another chance to uh, have a crack at it, you know what I mean, was, yeah. was brilliant, like, you know. And the Notts County trip was a brilliant crack. You played against Villa in the Cup, was it? Yeah, actually, the, that season then, like, I think it's the fourth round of the Cup. Two months later, I ended up going back to Villa Park and playing against Villa. Yeah. You know that way? Right, yeah. yeah. And ended up scoring in the game. And Did you celebrate? No. We no. didn't celebrate. Pipe off into no. the fans. It was sort of like, it was sort of, oh, I done it and that and turned and then someone just grabbed me like, yeah. you know, put me on the shoulders and that and then that was it. Like, but I didn't like, you know, didn't. Was didn't it celebrate. deliberately like, oh, I can't. No, nah, I wouldn't have. I, well, they, Probably half of them wouldn't even know who I was. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> wouldn't even know that I probably played for Villa or anything like that, you know. But it was just the fact that I got back there and played, like in big crowd and everything like that, and it had a bit of a meaning to it to me. Like, as in, I remember my dad texting me saying, Oh, he's got Villa in the cup. No, he was out. I was still, uh, I was still living in uh, Birmingham at the time. I was still staying in Diggs, even though I was signing for Notts County. I was still living in Diggs. I had such a good relationship with them that, like, I was just paying them out of my own pocket. You to know what I mean? Yeah. To live there because I did. I did move out when I was at Villa. I got an apartment and moved there and ended up living there with Tammy for a bit. And she went back home and I was there for a couple of months on my own. I'm thinking just because the lease was like, just had to see out the lease and. End up moving back in with Diggs, like, you know, had to cook for myself, to wash for myself, you know, that. Mm. And at that time, I was only a young lad, lazy as I am, you know, I'm not cooking <laughs> for myself, I'm not washing and that. So thankfully, they, they you know, they looked at I was you. a part of the furniture there, I still talk to them to this day, yeah. like, you know what I mean? And probably about seven years ago or something, since I probably the last time I probably actually stayed in the Diggs and I still keep in contact with them, yeah. you know. That's nice to know, wouldn't That's it? That's deadly, isn't it? <laughs> right. Uh, so, your contract at Notts County is two years. Went sour, really. Went Pretty sour, deadly. yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't know how to get into that, but I'm glad you said it. So, <laughs> yeah, tell us about yeah. that. I played the, played the four season. Must have played 30 games or whatever it was that season. Then went into the next season. Dutch manager went, you know what I mean? He was brilliant, like, you know. Just wanted to play attack and football. It suited me and everything like that. You know, I was playing on the wing at the time. Wasn't really known as a as a winger. You know what I mean? Played on the wing at the time. Great. And then ended up getting a new manager. John Sheridan came in and that. Uh, and then, boom. Never played. Wanker. Like, <laughs> never, never played. Just used to play the Johnson uh, Paint Trophy, it was yeah. called at the time. Yeah, yeah. But all the lads used to know, like... The lads that normally played, boom, weren't even on the bench, weren't nothing, you know what I mean? Just the lads that 
didn't get a game, was playing and that's just to give them a game and you know what I mean? It's on the bench and then most of the time spent spent the time up in the stand watching the games, you know, and I'm living in Nottingham at the time with with Tammy and that she's walking away, like, you know what I mean? Demoralizing us. Mm. You know, sitting up there, not playing, training. Yeah, training week has no meaning to it. You know what I mean? It's going in and then just got to the stage where I was like, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna play. You know what I mean? Just coming in here, training, get me home. You know what I mean? Wasn't doing that and was in a sort of a bit of a back, yeah, bad place with myself mentally and everything like that. You know what I mean? Just thinking to myself, like watching it and that we're fighting relegation battles still, like watching it, thinking, can't even get game. Like, you know what I mean? I think it, like, am I a bad player? Can I not play at this level? Am I not good enough for this level? Because Obviously, I had that rejection at Villa and then I chanced my arm at that and, you know what I mean, the rejection was coming again and everything like that. And so it was like, where do we go from League 2 here? Mm. You, know you played 30 games in your full season. It's obvious yeah, that that manager you know liked you. Yeah, obviously, to change the manager. Face just... didn't fit at that time. You yeah. know what I mean? The style of play, like, League 2 is completely different. You won't get many teams that try to put the ball on the floor and play, you know, it's quite physical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like get go, the job done, Yeah, go it? longer. Yeah. Ball go longer more than you'd probably like to see, you know what I mean? But that's that's the league. Just yeah. didn't suit me and whatever. John Sheridan just didn't think I was, was up to it at that, at that time, you know what I mean? So Had you always got intention sending them like, right, fuck down, coming home? Or what, no, did you never, want to stay never, in England? No, I never had that. Like, it was just, never had that intention of coming home to maybe speaking to me agent and him him saying to me I want to take you home sort of way like you know that way so it was sort of I was thinking if I can't nick another league two I'm going to have to drop into the conference here you know what I mean I didn't I didn't want to do that and Notts County then came to me agent because at that time they weren't doing so well it was a relegation battle you know what I mean then they end up trying getting people out you know so there's people coming in like into the change room saying oh they're after offering me a mutual consent to uh, terminate my contract okay. here, like, you know, that way. So so that was kind of coming around. I was thinking, I'd actually like that myself, like, you know what I mean? And not knowing that they had already said it to the agent at yeah. the time. So when I was talking to him, he said, listen, but that's kind of, they came to me uh, two weeks, two weeks ago and said it, you know, so that was put into play. And, you know what I mean? It was a horrible time at that time. And, you know, I'd say my own walk there with the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, was, I, was, I was gone, but at that time, wanted to go, but yeah. didn't know what was around the corner yeah. for me. So, you know, and he just said to me, listen, but want to take you home, want to get you back enjoying things, hopefully playing football and things like that. But to me, it was like, I go home, this is last resort. This doesn't work out. That's me, I'm gone. And no education, no nothing. So I was quite... Quite daunting for me. Yeah, yeah you know, I had to, had to, this is last resort, you focus on this or yeah. that's it. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I so, ended up making the decision to yeah. go home. So, Rovers come knocking. Mm. Yeah. What made you join there? Was the fact that it was kind of, de- well, them, I know what the else kind of thing, because in fairness, when you signed for Rovers, they kind of signed a couple of other players as well and they turned a big corner. They made a big yeah, statement yeah. of intent. It was, um, spoke to my agent and he said to me, Joe, I think, think Rovers is the best suit with price. I think it's what it's trying to do, the professionalism in the club and everything like that, just building a new uh, training ground, you know what I mean? Rovers, probably the only club in the country that have their own actual training ground. And uh, went in there, 
made a couple of new signings and but it was all a rebuilding thing you know what I mean rebuilding rebuilding and manager got a lot of rid of a lot of players bringing a lot of players tried to put his own identity on on the team but sort of in the last two three years probably got that real identity because yeah. it's not easy to build build yeah. a squad and get that sort of things in so I came in there and you know what I mean and start playing played on dog for a funny story debut only lasted seven minutes Came on, came on against on dog scored two minutes later. I was sent off. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you, you see, you, you see her on YouTube. You will yeah, tackle. Oh, it was a nightmare of a tackle. tackle yeah, it, yeah, ball dropped and someone knocked it down to me and came behind uh, Jamie McGrath, which was came behind him, fouled him, whistle went, knew the whistle went, and I just was like bang, <laughs> just just left one on him, like you know what I mean, sent off and. Think to myself, driving home, driving home from Dundalk. I'm just thinking to myself, what are you at that day? Like, what are you at? And they probably at the thinking that's sort of madman or something like that, yeah. you know, that way. And end up missing three game. Had to sit in front of a committee at that time. And you know what I mean? Say to myself, ah, no, it's not that bad. Like, you know what I mean? Didn't mean it and that, but you just look at it, you know what I mean? Nearly Sorry, at the break yeah. and all his ribs are nearly done. And, uh, yeah, so started off like started off well, obviously with that, and then missed three games and came back and really sort of established myself in the team because I didn't start that game, so there was no guarantee that I was sort of coming yeah. in here. I was gonna play, you know what I mean? It's for your way to play, and I done that and played. And um, so, what year are we talking here, Grant? This would have been probably two thousand and seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I think it would have been not so long ago, and. Um, Ended up getting sent off and that. Missed three games. Think I came back for three games and got sent off. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Got sent off. Was that your yeah. first two red cards in your career? No, I've had, had a couple like... So it was written all over you then? You know what I mean? Just the day one coming out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of aggression swung about. I did uh, Patrick uh, Craig at the time, I think I was, swung about him against Pats and... Crazy, I have these moments in me where... You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a fine just line snap. with me. Yeah. Like, bang. It's like, you know what I mean? I can switch and just go, like, see red sort of way in a mini, you know, which it's not great, but, like, I haven't been sent off since since that really moment. But, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's sort of the way, like, but... Yeah. yeah, end up um, playing the remainder of the season. Then I tore my MCL and my, uh, my knee in training. Had a 50-50 with Damien Dufflin. Bang, that was gone. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> good, good was gone, like, you know? <laughs> good story to tell. That's a good story for me, like, yeah. you know. And, Do you have uh, a contact for him? Time to drop <laughs> <that much>. yeah. <laughs> with Duffa and that. So, um, yes, saw the rest of that season now and then. But I done well, done well that season, considering where I was at coming home. Mentally, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, and I was enjoying being home. Had the family there, everybody with me friends everything I was more outgoing and doing things where when I was away I was just training in yeah. the house pictures yeah nah, you had more of a life when you had more here. of a life yeah, you know yeah. I had more people to chat to like you know what I mean it wasn't me and Tammy just sitting down talking to each other you know what I mean had everybody else around so I felt more better in in myself like sort of way and then once the next season came that's when I was just took like, off like just took off but like is in never thought it was ever gonna happen in a way. Like just the things that has came from a snowballed into that, like is in four or five months. You know what I mean? We have a break in the season there. Uh, 
in this league and it was like from say February to June and uh, everything just clicked. You know, the player that I thought I was and knew I was just sort of came out in me, you know, that way. But what it was, do you think that was wrong? Just think, you know, the manager was great with me, you know, always sure. believed in me, always put confidence yeah. in so me. You, like, you kind of needed that arm around the shoulder, did you? Yeah, at that time. I did, you know, I need somebody to tell me that maybe, oh, you're all good, you're all great, you know what I mean? I believe in you, no matter what the outcome of a game, because we had an up and down season that time at Rovers, no matter what the outcome, like, I believe in you, just go out there and express yourself sort the of way. And the fourth season was great, but just bang, from there, just that six months was like nearly football heaven in a way for me, you know what I mean? Just thinking, yeah, that player is still there, you know what mm. I mean? That kid that was playing and joined football at Villa them first years that was there like you know that way so you're playing the best football of your career yeah mm. is this when you get the Ireland call yeah at the end of it sort of you know so the start of the six months start of the season started the season well and got to June so yeah June I think that came along you know I found out then I was uh, in the Ireland squad and everything like that so what way does that work how do you find out you're in the squad Funny story I found out about, not funny, but in a way, the way I found out uh, the like story. Like, it's not a WhatsApp group, you always just get added in. Like, <laughs> you know, basically, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, bleeding, I don't know, Ireland squad, June 21, and you're looking at who, who else is in the group. Sky Sports, oh, Mills usually does the trick. I not came. for fucking Ireland. <laughs> I came in from uh, training and uh, sitting down to uh, have lunch, and I grew up, and I'm, I'm queuing up, and... Luke Bourne is on his phone behind me and uh, just said to me, uh, oh, book, you're in the Ireland squad. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, yeah. You know, that sort of way, you're, you're taking the piss out of me sort of way. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm did not. you really not believe it? No, I didn't believe it in a way. Did like, it cross you know? your mind that you had a chance though? The only reason it crossed my mind is I had a chance because Martin was at the game that two weeks before that or something like that. We played against Cork and he was at that time and Karen Sadler I played for Cork too he was doing well at the time too so he could have killed Cork at the time as well he was already gone at the time was it? Yeah. he was gone so where was um, he he was at Preston was he's he he's okay his eyebrows done <laughs> <laughs> handsome little fellow <laughs> uh, so um, you know he could have killed like because he was doing well at the time and I was doing well so he could have came and watched both of us and that so he watched he watched the game and that's the only sort of chance yeah. like, I thought like if that might be any truth to this. And then obviously show me the phone and they announce it on Twitter. They announce it on Twitter, social yeah. media, yeah. platforms and everything like that. But it was like a 40-man squad or something like that, you know. But it was like uh, Scott Brown's testimonial it was like two weeks later or something like that. And it was like Celtic against Ireland game. So I end up going to uh, that. But what happens to someone get in contact with you and be like, I got, uh, well, the manager came to me and said it to me uh, when uh, he said, I, just, I didn't want to uh, tell you. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, club manager went. Yeah, because we had a game the next day. He said, I didn't want to tell you and I didn't know it was going to be out. I would have rather you wait until after the game. Yeah. You know, I didn't want you thinking about that before the game. like. And uh, he told me that and then obviously you get an email. You know what I mean? It just gives you the rundown of the email. I'd say, but the squad is obviously not selected yeah. in a way, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But he still bring me to um, the testimonial game. And uh, 
went but I didn't train with them or anything like that I was staying at Rovers and playing for Rovers and then um, we played Sligo away and ended up had to get in from Sligo that night home then catching a flight at like half six in the morning to then get to the game and playing the game some trick of us yeah. but uh, <laughs> unbelievable experience like Parkhead like against yeah. Celtic like you know that way I don't know how many fans were there like 40 like in a full house I mean? yeah Loads of it, like, you know. Now, I would say, like, probably, yeah. no, it wasn't packed, packed. You know, that way I think uh, they just won a cup game or something like that uh, a couple of days uh, before, you know, and it came to Scott Brown's testimony and ended up throwing me on with, like, 20 minutes or something left to play, like. That's class. You know what I mean? So, mm. like, it was, was an unbelievable best, experience. Who was the best player on the pitch that day? I can't actually remember who was the best pitcher. It was just Did such a... Patrick Roberts played for him at the time. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. And, uh, he was a good player. Um, but yeah, just the whole the whole thing of it. Experience. Like, you know what I mean? I was shitting myself. I was like, shit myself. Like, <laughs> I got to the change room before anybody was there. I was sitting in there on my own, you know. I was just thinking like that thing of me being quiet again. And just yeah. sitting there and looking at the ground and just waiting for the... Uh, game to uh, start but you know what I mean came out of it and got a watch I had to this day like a little goodie bag like no little way. goodie bag and there was a watch in it and all that you know with Scott Brown's uh, testimonial on the back of it and all that and uh, you know what I mean it's a nice little prize possession to have yeah, after yeah. like sort of way like and I still still have the jersey and then obviously there was those games after it and uh I didn't think I was obviously going to be, I thought, because like, it's unheard of like at that time for League someone in the League yeah. of Ireland to get a call up for Ireland at that time, like, you know, so didn't really think much of it. And, you know, I remember getting off the, the bus when we landed in Dublin Airport and I got off the bus and my got off the bus and he says, oh, um, if you were to be included in the game, how, how would that work? What games would you miss uh, at Rovers? And uh, things like that because the manager still wanted me playing the games that Rovers didn't want me to go because and then I actually end up getting in to the squad, but we had balls then before it, so I had to play uh, the balls game and then I went off with with Ireland like you know Marvis, what I mean. Yeah. What's the balls thinking, from Rovers game like? Ah, brilliant! Nuts, like, you know, nuts, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Have you you've been to any? No, never. No. So, Never. Like, if you get a chance to go to one, you should go to one. Yeah, like, I know. Just, I said it before in this podcast. I feel like it's just too late to just jump on board. Yeah, I'm talking about the balls with Rob was Georgie Kelly for life. Do you know? So I just feel like I'm too late to the party. Nah, I'd love it. I'd such love a it. like rivalry. Like, you know, you get a lot of sets of fans hate each yeah. other. Ah, you guess dogs abuse. Like, yeah. you know, that way. Like, and I say it together more than. Most people like you know that way, but what did he self inflicted from himself? What did he like, say? You know what on, I mean? Give us a give us a hint. Ah, like now since I've come back, like just a reject and all, yeah, like, yeah, brutal, <laughs> yeah. Like, everything like that. You know that sort, just the normal stuff that uh, you'd hear. But you know what I mean. The first time I played when I came back from Preston, it was in Pale. I ended up scoring the game and everything like that, but. Anytime it's over that side, it's just a shit pressed and reject. Thousand <laughs> 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 of them singing it and all that, but you just had to smile. It's, right? I mean, it's a great bit of band, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's all part and parcel of, of the things like the Bowls fans, oh, the Bowls players go from the Rovers. Yeah, fans. no, it's the same. We've like, said it a lot of times. I think it's the whole point of the football ground, the whole reason why you have a home 
stadium and away yeah. stadiums, yeah. you're supposed to make a hostel yeah. for people. But I don't want to go and play out there. I want to play in my own patch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, imagine that. Look, imagine you taking a 30 yard strike and thing going out for Tron, one the bleeding balls fans going, oh, well done. Yeah. yeah well, well, a good, Mel, good try. Like, what he's saying is that Luke, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago or something like that, we were playing balls in uh, Tallet and... Uh, first game of the season, I think it was, and uh, he's throwing the ball to me, like, you know what I mean? And I'm somebody behind me, holding her off and that. But it was right in front of the Jowdy signs, you know, like, the end of the Jowdy signs where most of them are, like, you know, yeah. and uh, that and everything like that. And he's saying to me, you stop, just get the ball out to the other side, will you? Just get the ball yeah. out to the other side. And I'm messing around where I goes out for another throw and he goes, picks up the ball and just see this foam full pack of soft mints or something like that kind of whisper past his head and he said to me will you stop stop like, stop get the ball out of here I mean so you had to get the ball out no, don't gas that. like yeah, you know don't what I mean? it, something like that don't abuse some of bad language like thing, like, you know, not the two so. of us have that because we're good friends like you know yeah, I mean yeah. that thing when we say it's like no you and in front of the Jody like you're trying to relate in balls <laughs> yeah. nah they're brilliant if you ever get the chance to go to one go to yeah, one yeah, yeah. I'd love that but obviously there is a fine line that I think some people do take it a bit too serious so then the Call up yeah, 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 yeah. But then all your call-ups come together, did they? Oh, well, well, I was in three, three. Yeah. That's, that's uh, quality. Then. I was uh, obviously the squad just then, which we'll talk about. And then when I signed for president, I went to Preston. It was the one after that. I was in. Don't that. just praise past yeah. that. Look, so, it's sorry. <laughs> ah, we'll get, we'll get to that. We'll, get, yeah, we'll yeah, go into yeah. that now, right? right? So you get the oil and call-up and all, right? Preston, come knocking. Mm. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was like obviously a play for Ireland. Never knew anything about Preston at that time, but like it was like from the time playing for Ireland to a week later, I already signed for Preston. So like from the first time I heard about it, to, I was like oh, seven days later, I was yeah. signed and they raided the League of Ireland that time. Uh, yeah, they? that they time. Yeah, you know, four or five players they took out. And so I end up playing for Ireland in that. Played France and then came back and played uh, USA. Played France, just played against Mbappe and the boys. Yeah, played that one. That was who 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 was playing for France? Any big all of them. It was the last game before they went to the World Cup and won it. <laughs> what? Was. And he yeah. freezes past it. <laughs> Don't please pass that. Talk to us about that. Talk. Oh, I love it. Was it in Paris? Yeah, it was in Paris. Yeah. yeah. So, and who was the best player on the pitch? Mbappe. Was he on? Yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Four? yeah. You got on, didn't you? Like got on that game. Yeah, it was ton of lightning there. That day, but yeah, played that game and that was their last game. And did you get anyone's jersey? No, never got a jersey. I was one of them. Like I would never, like no, I would never ask for a jersey. Even now, if I played now, say if it was tomorrow, like and I wouldn't, I still wouldn't ask for jerseys. Just hold, I wouldn't even like put her up. Not that like sort of. Like even my own Ireland jerseys, I don't even have them. You know what I mean? My nanny has them in the house and yeah, things like that. You know. I wouldn't ask, but that that was that was obviously the biggest probably moment in my footballing career is in to have the experience of of that. You know what I mean? It was running up the sideline with Griezmann, Kante, yeah, Usman Dembele, and all warming up, and I'm thinking, <laughs> hang on, yeah, that's about three hundred million. Yeah, players. I was nearly out of football a year and a half ago. Or something <laughs> yeah, like that, you know, yeah. I'm like, I'm nearly on the yeah. lay on these fellas. Yeah. I, have. I was like, oh my god, like, is in, and it's just. That's what I was saying. That six months was just yeah mad, like how it just all came around and that and played that. And then 
played USA at home and I ended up starting that game and that was the first time I nearly got to stand there, you know, before the game at the National Anthem other than yeah. being on, on the bench, like, you know, and I could see the family and everything like that, you know. Emotional, that's, uh, was it? Other than the birth of my child, that's probably the proudest I've ever been like, yeah. in a way. Like, if, and you scored that game? I did, yeah. yeah. Scored from me. On the lines. Yeah, sure. Look at the all count. Does it matter? Count, you have to make like, sure you know, of it, Graham. You told me a statistic about that goal. First uh, League of Ireland player to score for the Republic of Ireland in 40 years. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah something like something that. 40 yeah. years. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's a nice like, one to have in the back pocket, isn't it? It is, yeah, because people say it to me, like, and I don't really use in that sort of, like, to say you play for Ireland or whatever like that. You don't really think about it, like, you know, like, I think, like, if you're asked most people that done it, like, or whatever, like, that, it's not one thing you think about, like, and, and say it, like, and always think to yourself, oh, Jimmy, I remember that, I remember that, because life just moves, yeah. life just moves on, that's, that's gone in the past, that was probably three years ago when that mm. happened, like, you know, that's still gone a, and, and might never happen again, like, yeah, you know. how big of a moment it was, though, Grant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I now only appreciate it probably when, when, when you're not I finish, yeah. and look back and think to myself, Right, why have I actually actually done in a way, you know, that way? So I'd be rubbing that, that in like, every you know? single day. Imagine <laughs> me blinking you every day, score a goal for Ireland Cup. Yeah, yeah, hanging up oh, there. Georgie that's Kelly's a good, an good quiz question, though, you know what I mean? What? Who's the last, the first player to yeah. score a fucking uh, Ireland from the League of Ireland this century? Yeah. Brian yeah. Book, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was a proud moment. Mm -hmm. Not just for me, for the family. Yeah, definitely. It's not just me that is like everybody is. I shared it, you know, that way. And, you know what I mean? It's obviously a proud moment and something that I will always cherish. Like, yeah. you know, that way is in, is in playing for your country because it's, it's a great it's achievement. It's the pinnacle, isn't it? Everybody has sort of done it in a way. Yeah, it is the, the pinnacle of football. And so then you talked about, right, showing for Preston then. Yeah. And what you say, that just happened over a seven-day period. Well, I, I never knew about Preston who is in till... The moment I got home after that USA game, I got a phone call from Graham saying, President putting in a bid for you, um, is uh, contracts, everything, blah, blah, blah. Is that all right with you, but And, and you just like, jumped at that? Sort of, like, yeah, I did. Like, did you yeah. feel like, right, did you feel like when you were over in England and you were playing for the different clubs over there and then you came back to Ireland that, that you were nearly a failure or a reject? Yeah, yeah, sort of. So yeah. then when you got yeah. the chance to go back to England, you were yeah. like taking us about Redemption. Yeah, and it's sort of a second chance. Yeah, yeah. Redemption. In a way, yeah, you know, that yourself, way yeah. is in, but I always knew it was going to be a challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was going to... The championship, you know what I mean? Probably the, the hardest. Yeah. Other than Prem, probably the hardest, like, with all the games and yeah. a lot how of physical everything it is. Like, a lot of you players know? that come up to the Premier League say the championship is mm, the most Because it's, it's what, Wednesday, Saturday, every week. Wednesday, Saturday, most Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah, and if you look at it as well, look at the odds of the championship at the start of every season. Who's the favourites to go up and the favourites to go down? It never works out that way. Never, never works out. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, Usually a rele relegation favourite gets into the playoffs. It's madness, yeah. I always look at it, like, say, on... The last five games to go of the season, you go down the league and think, if they won the five games here, to be in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so close between everybody, like, you know, and it always comes down to a final final day with playoffs yeah. and relegation and everything like that. And yeah, that came around and you know what I mean? It was it was an easy decision in a way because I wanted to, but I was like thinking to myself, should I I want to, won't I but 
I was happy. I was enjoying football again. You know what I mean? The uncertainty of like, oh, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? That but it was a move I could never turn down. You know what I mean? Never, like, you know. Bob, that's like, look. They come in with a nice chicken's neck and you dive the hell over it. But, like, it's, yeah, it was an opportunity I could never torn down in a way, you know, that way. And yeah. I went, and as you say, like, they took players from the League of Ireland always, yeah. so there was still an Irish sort of community. Was there, Sean McGoy like, was there, Daryl Hogan there. Daryl Hogan was there, yeah. Andy Boy was there, Kevin O'Connor was there, and... Uh, and that, you know what I mean? So when I was going in for Tammy, like, you know, she had people and everything, like, you know, it wasn't yeah. just me and Tammy in a way again, which it was, was a little click. Yeah. Not County, and it was still the same, I feel about, like, but you know what I mean? It looked like, yeah, this this is right, this fits right now, yeah. like, you know, that yeah. way. So you got off to a flyer. I did, like, got off to a flyer. I started pre season really well, and I think coming in off the. I, I didn't have a break, so I was coming in fully fit, like after being playing games and everything like that, you know what I mean? So I came in, like, and I hit the ground running, you know, pre-season, done well, and knew, like, I wasn't wasn't going to start, like, you know, I'm going to have to do something to try to get into the team and everything, like, yeah, you know, and first couple of games, didn't play, and came to um, the League Cup again and played in that and scored in that. Done well in that game, and then it came to Stoke on the weekend. I started to Stoke on the weekend and ended up playing, and I scored. And that one, like, you know what I mean? Crack thinking to well. myself, this is going great. Yeah. This is going great. And came the next week, played Norwich away, and I didn't play a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, scratching your head. Yeah. 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 What's what, going what on? What do I have here? to do? Yeah. Well, what, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, think, you think any game you play in and you score. Yeah, next week, yeah. Yeah, next week are playing, you guarantee yeah. at least coming on a couple of minutes. Like, you know, mm. It might be different tactics to say, whatever, but you, you get a minute or something. See, like in that. the Stout game, give us a name for a couple of players on the pitch there as well. Crouchy. Crouchy. He scored in that game too, he did. Yeah, he scored in that, yeah. <laughs> Crouchy's a legend, boy. Yeah. yeah. Who, who else, who else they are you playing? They just came down from the Premier League then, so they had a Chase, good, they had old, a like, good squad. Darren Fletcher, Joe Allen, Walters. Cross, Walters, um, Crouch. Yeah, Benic Afobe was there. Yeah. Was Butland in goal? Well, yeah, Jack Butland was in goal, yeah. Yeah, and, um, yeah played that, like. Mm. Played that and, and um, done well in that uh, game. And then as it came and didn't play and then we went to Derby and that and played Derby and that and then was playing. And then I think after that, one of the games was took off at half time. You know what I mean? And I was like thinking, What's that for? Went and spoke to the manager, told me, listen, didn't think you were particularly playing well, you know what I mean? So we were 2-0 down at that time. So I said I had to make a make a decision and everything like that. And then um didn't get into the team for a while. And then came the game after that again. And then got it, bang, happened again. Half time off. Like, <laughs> me like, worst thing is a football, I'll tell you now, yeah. to be subbed at half time. And um yeah, that's when it just sort of went. It was in the stand, same, and then the whole thing of not. And you think like Groundhog Day? Here we yeah, go. Yeah, here we go. This is happening again. again. This yeah. is happening again. This is happening again. And um, it was like it's just just repeating itself. You know mm. what I mean? It's I'm watching. I'm sitting in the stand. I'm watching. I'm not playing. Going and training, doing everything that I could possibly do. You know what I mean? Still eating, right? Still trying hard, still working hard. Like, you know, I'd never sort of do that to myself, to, to down tools when things was gone wrong, to say, listen, that's gone wrong. I'm just, you know what I mean? Not trying as hard, not work as hard, you know what I mean? Because 
I work so hard to get back to yeah, that yeah, spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Way to where yeah. we round it. And you know what I mean? I always talk, went in, spoke to the manager, and I always came out thinking, like, listen, hey, he actually, he actually likes me, like, you know what I mean? But it come and I'd still not play, and I was mm. I was getting nowhere, and I come out five minutes left in a game or something like that, like, and you know, and then I spoke to him, he said, you know, I think you're probably best off going on loan. And it's only there, six months from signing, like, you know what I mean? Six months now, into three years. Only two, three years ago. I ran out of contract pressing just June gone. So, yeah, it would have been three yeah. years ago, just the start of that. So, yeah, um, done that and then, yeah, just repeating yourself, repeating itself. And you know what, that, them t- coming off at half time and everything, like, just this killed me in a way as in, like, confidence wise and everything like that you know what I mean because you come in Monday morning you think all the lads are saying oh, gee, he was terrible wasn't he yeah. such and such you know what I mean you're thinking just want the ground to open up and swallow you you know so in my head that that didn't help me in a way and then I went to Gillingham and I think it was four hours away or something like that so I had to move down there and I went down there and from the first week I was there I just was training I played and I was playing most weeks and it just Something was just gone from me. Yeah, you know the whole kind of thing, the enjoyment. Yeah, everything was gone, and I was sort of lost. You know, I was lost, and I was just thinking, like, as in after the games or whatever. It was just like didn't enjoy that or whatever, you know. And I was playing and all that, you know, that way. And I was there, and I was living with a lad. I was down there mostly on me, on my own for four or five months or something like that. I was going train, coming home, doing nothing, sitting in playing the PlayStation, whatever. It's just, I was gone and I'm just like thinking to myself, like, this is, this is not for me. Was it that like you were homesick or anything though? Not, I, I th- not that I was homesick as in like, I knew where I just came from, being at home, you know, and I got all that sort of enjoyment the and everything. Like, yeah, you know, everything the was there, been. the happiest I'd been and, Football, but it was the happiest I've been, like, off the pitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Man, I, I felt yeah. myself getting back into that old sort of the grime of the how I was and Notts County and everything yeah. like that. I'm thinking, and I'm going to Gillingham and everything like that, and I'm playing, you know, you know what I mean? But it still wasn't doing yeah. well, like, so you know, I was It playing. wasn't that you were homesick. It felt like, you know, I'm more more than it's not going to put myself through or anything mentally. No, no. I thought that I was anyway like better, but better or no, anything I don't mean like better that, as in like a better player. I mean yeah. better worth person. Yeah, it, like it, it's not worth or up here. No, when I could be happy, struggling like yeah. You know I mean, and people, family ringing me and everything like that, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, everything's great, everything's great. And I remember the family coming to me like and uh, coming to watch a game and everything like that. You know what I mean? And they were there, and I was playing. I came off it like and I couldn't really hold it back and I'm sitting down and Costa and just having a coffee after and they're off on a flight like after the game I was just thinking just got a bit emotional just thinking to myself like don't don't really know why I'm feeling like this but I'm just feeling a bit like I don't want to do this like you know what I mean mm. I don't want to do it like you know what I mean I just want to go back home I want to go back home and I went back to Preston on pre-season and you know I said the ground like if my agent, which is, if I if he can get me back to Rovers, it'd be great. And, you know what I mean? It was like, once Rovers came to say, yeah, we, we can do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I went and I still had two years left at Preston, but I was on loan at Rovers for, for two years. And the whole thing of me playing at Rovers was 
I want to do well enough. I want to do well enough to stay there. You know what I mean? It was like nowhere else. Yeah. We just want to do well, do well to where when this contract runs out, Robert's hopefully keep me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it worked out like that. You know what I mean? And I'm back like in a way as in myself, the person I am. And yeah. I haven't once regretted it in yeah. a way to say, you know what? When you just dig down and keep doing it, keep doing it. Because at the end of the day, I knew what I wanted. I wanted yeah. to climb. I wanted to play for Rovers because I, when I was in there, I enjoyed it so much. I enjoyed the style of play. I, I enjoyed the staff. I had a manager that had confidence in me, like, you know, that sort yeah. of way. And I just wanted to get back to feeling good in myself and won getting back to yeah. sort of playing I know a lot again. of people probably look around me like, he was at Rovers, he's at again. People look around and probably say, you, you use Rovers as like a launch pad to get back to England. And then they're like, what the fuck is he doing coming back? Yeah, Johnny's yeah, at the walk yeah, so hard, yeah, girl. Yeah. But obviously a lot people more to it. People seen it like that, you know. Yeah. Man, I, I, was, I was coming back. Like, it was all that thing in my mind. Like, I didn't, didn't care what anybody said about exactly. it. Like, someone yeah. could call me a reject, say, ah, you didn't do it, you didn't do it, you didn't do that. I didn't go from Gillingham and try to explore other avenues because... I knew what I wanted. I knew in my head I wanted to play for Rovers. You know what I mean? I love playing for Rovers. I love the club. I love everything about it. And you know what I mean? Lucky enough for me, they did take me back. You know what I mean? I would have been, don't know what would have happened if they didn't take me back in a way, you know that way? So. <laughs> oh, I'm only messing. But uh, I suppose Rovers isn't the worst place to be playing football in Ireland. You know what I mean? No, I knew when I was coming back was the whole thing is in, Rovers, like, when I was looking at it, the squad was getting stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dog were winning the league, but I thought, like, if I go home, I'm playing for Rovers, I have a chance to win a league, I have a chance to win a cup, I have a chance to play in Europa League, I have a chance to play in Champions League. I mean, the facilities of it. Yeah, the facilities of it, you know what I mean? Roadstone, you invested so much money into Roadstone, and it's probably the only club that has their own training ground, Mm. in a way, like, is in in Ireland. You know that? Like, and if you're saying it, you'd be like... Mm. And you're on a, a long-term enough contract because like, most of the clubs in League of Ireland only do 12-month contracts. Yeah, Rovers, Rovers have, like, it's in that you have, right? Like, most clubs do do 12 years contract, but I think the league is ground and ground, you know what I mean, where yeah. people are getting longer contracts, you know, that's yeah, all the way. the league is taking a step forward? Yeah, I do think it's a step forward, but it's still, t- it can get more, you know what I mean, with funding from the FAO yeah. and everything like that, mm-hmm. they... They can grow it even more. You well, know, I think you're saying that in in the summer, particularly with the with just ourselves, Bows and Dundalk. Like he's done decent enough in Europe. I know, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. he's made it to the the end goal, but he's done yeah. decent enough. Like he ever got only one goal away from the Europa League conference. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, in in that way, like you know, what I mean, goes out to show how strong we are mm. to be getting to that stage, stage of yeah. it to yeah. get in there. You know, and Dundalk in the past five years got into the group stages twice yeah you know that way so okay, that was so unbelievable when, when did you get Rovers got it in 2010 I think was it that long yeah, ago yeah that but was, that money still fucking paid through though doesn't it the money, yeah, the money goes work. a long way for the clubs yeah. in in Europe you know Bows done well in Europe there Dundalk done well in Europe there and obviously got the group stages you know what I mean but since I've come back we've We've won the league. I've won the league. I can say that. We went on beam. Well, we went on beam for thirty six games or something right. like that. And we won the cup and got back to the cup final and lost it against uh, Dundalk in the final. So for me, like to think, like I have that opportunity to where I might be in the league when I'm just playing games. You know what I mean? I might be in a team that's never going to challenge for the league or anything like that. But now I can. 
challenge for a league. It's competitive. At the end of my yeah. career, I can hopefully look back and say, well, I'm on a couple of leagues, I'm on a couple of cups. I played in Europe, you know. We played in the Champions League this year, you know what I mean? Played Slava and Bratislava and got it to two all back in Tallinn. We ended up conceding like late on, you know what I mean? So that would have been massive for the club if we got through there. And uh, But the way it goes on now is you don't go into Europa League yeah. unless you win the first game in the Champions League. And then you go into Europa League Conference. So we ended up being an Albanian team and then lost to a an Estonian team but their experience on getting yeah, that I would have I wouldn't have never yeah. uh, got it you know that way and yeah. it's big massive games like you can't have massive fans in there because of COVID but if you would have had fans in like I think Tala does be sold out for both Rovers with nearly eight, nine thousand. Mm. you know what I mean which is massive is, like, you know cool, yeah. and Daily Mount obviously doesn't have the capacity because half of the stadium and all they're getting a new stadium and all but that Dundalk at home would get that at Rovers and Pats at home would get that it's at Rovers. It's definitely know? grown, but uh, yeah. I seen a thing there the other day that Ireland has like the most exported under 18 footballers in the world or something mm-hmm. like that. That's so big, it, like, you know. Yeah, it's... it's and but anyway, now, like, is in... The rule has changed now to where the kid can't go away now at 16. So the way, like, everybody, like, is in the way I went away, you can't do that now. So what was so that? Like that? You have to wait until you're over 18. You have to wait till you're 18 to oh, I think to that go makes away. more sense. You know? I, yeah, I don't think it makes sense. I think then you're limiting the young player for an opportunity. Let's say there was a young player at 14, 15, tearing it up mm. in uh, the development squads for yeah. Ireland, running them up for, but say, Rovers. he's still doing it. Can he not? Like, what if you know you want to come and say, do you know what? We actually love you at our under-15s. No? I let them grow. Let them develop her and then. I, I think no, there's not even an avenue now. Like, I think there's an avenue now, like, if you look at the way the League of Ireland has gone and players coming out of the League of Ireland now so where kids don't have to necessarily go away mm. is this not because of Brexit they can't go to England that's what, exactly what it is I think yeah. it is yeah. right. so, like so they that. can't go to England yeah but they could go to Italy yeah. one of the lads yeah, are yeah. Rovers yeah He's Kevin got the, Zeffi went to Inter Milan yeah Kevin Zeffi had Rovers he couldn't go to England so he went to Italy he went yeah. to Inter Milan 17 or something something like that yeah. Man, that's class yeah. but there's an avenue like yeah. the League of Ireland like is in most of the young players, when they are playing it, they'll eventually go away. Like, Scalzi went away off Roversdale, went to Celtic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jack went to Applewell Limassol in uh, Greece. Cyprus. Oh, Cyprus. And, uh, we have a couple of Irish players jumping to the English squad as well, don't we, Declan Rice and Jack? That's actually something I wanted to talk to you about, Graham. A couple of your mates. Because growing up, you would have played in teams with Grealish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you did get the I call, I played up, in the Ireland game. Yeah, and when you got <laughs> the Ireland call yeah. up, you played with Declan Rice. Yeah. So what's yeah. the story? What's the story? Are you the problem? The Are you the... You've got contacts for them. <laughs> Is he the problem? Is he the reason why they're jumping ship? Yeah, what's going Fuck on? This cunt yeah, saying I'm going to play for England. I don't, I don't understand. Obviously, Declan has obviously played for Ireland in a way. Jack has never played. For Ireland, so I know, like in a friendly, yeah. you can play in a football competitive game. That's the thing, I don't Jack has never. So, how did Declan Rose get away with that? Because it wasn't a competitive game. You can play friendlies. You can't no. play competitive, but I don't. Like, I know, yet, fair enough, Jack Grealish, he played underage and then, then jump ship. But it's a big difference between that and then playing for Ireland, singing around the vein, crying and all, yeah. kissing the badge. <laughs> you know, this is from my grandparents and my dad, and then jump ship to England. Yeah. Like, that's a big mm. fucking... Yeah. That's well, a big he's difference. He's a bit dopey anyways, him, isn't he? He doesn't look like the brightest old character. I know that's mad this year, but you see the couple of videos, the yeah. stupid videos and all. Yeah, like, come on, Dick. Graham's going to smash him up next time we play. Yeah, anyways, yeah, that's, that's a fact. But like, 
yeah, I was there when he was there. It's a strange one. Like I, I understand the Jack one yeah. more than I understand his one, the Declan one, because he did play. So it does look time. exactly like you, you jump ship. You know, Jack played underage. It's, How many it's underage are football. Underage, though? How many levels? Like they all through, all, all the way up till he was under eighteen. Is it? I think he played twenty ones, didn't he? I think he played at twenty ones. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Still a bit blatant. He can't be well, getting off that either. Jack, I don't, I don't know if Jack always had the Ireland England sort of like you can know you can nearly play for you could nearly do both like in a way like mm. you know that way yeah. there was no connections to to either or but Jack knew when he got to a certain age what he wanted to go for you know what I mean what he what he wanted to choose England but obviously Declan played for Ireland yeah you know I mean? remember when standard there for the yeah. national anthem everything and as you see but, the videos you know but then when so. I understand Jack's more than... That's what I'm saying. I understand I think it, yeah, it makes more sense. Like, you see him know? kissing the English badge and all after and then it skips and it's him standing there crying, chinging her on and saying, oh, it's embarrassing. There is embarrassing. There was an away game, was a talkie or something. We played somebody away and Ireland won and after he's like over, giving a load to the fans yeah. and all. Like, do you know what I mean? He's saying this well, is... As a footballer, sometimes you have to do that. You know what I mean? I like know, a lot of them, you see social media now and all like, love the fans thank the fans for this and thank the fans for that and all you know what I mean but then going to play for England after doing that you know what I mean it's, it's, it's not even it's not even like a big Ireland England rivalry thing it's just like alright like it's like you use us and then you get good and it's like alright yeah. we'll just slip off the fuck mm. up you're bleeding wanker I think it happens so with us in Northern Ireland because there's a lot of players from Northern Ireland who jump ship to the Republic shut up Calvin will you <laughs> <laughs> boy down, I was thinking no matter what Game race. If you accept the call up, you're accepting that country. Yeah, grand. Yeah, if you yeah, don't want to play for the country, just say no. I don't yeah. think you can go like as in play for Ireland senior level, no matter what. Or under levels different, but senior level and then jump ship. It's yeah. It shouldn't matter if it was competitive or not. I think if you accept it, grand. Mm. That's it. That's yeah. that's our country. I stuck with. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but anyways, Graham. So the reason why I brought that up about the kids because. I think you're showing people you can actually have a career, like a viable career. You actually make a living in the League of Ireland now, whereas 10 years ago, you look at most players. Remember when Rovers played Real that time? Yeah. yeah when they opened yeah, the stadium. Probably, yeah. yeah, man, he was marking Ronaldo. I remember the next day he was on the phone. He was on the radio. Yeah, they rang him and he was in a car park doing it, like on his day job. And like the night before, he said, yeah, Mark Ronaldo. That's yeah. mad. That's the maddest thing I ever heard. And I was like, this, <laughs> this is mad. Like, like to me, I wouldn't what even say I wouldn't tell fuck? people I'm a footballer. I'd tell people like this is what I do, and then I play football on the side. And you know, like that's mad. Think about that for a minute, but he was marking Ronaldo, mm. and then he had to wake up and go to work. Mm. That's mad. But now we're like, what you're saying because we were having a chat before this. It's like, yeah, you're up in the morning, you're training, and how intense it is, and the facilities and all. Like this is your you eat, sleep, and breathe this now. Yeah, you know what I mean? This is what you do all the time. Yeah, like, you know this is mean? your. That's... But this is what puts food on the table. Yeah. So know? I think you're showing people now that. You don't have to go abroad. And if you're 17 and you're still in Ireland, you could still make a few quid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, isn't what the Brexit thing is in, they can't go away. The League of Ireland is such a great avenue for them to play men's football and learn that, you know, because I don't, there's no, like, obviously, on the 19s league, I don't think if, you know, so it's either once you get to 17s or 18s or something like that, it's either you're going to get a job or you're either going to play for, someone in the fourth division or someone in the premier division you know that sort of way so it's a great avenue for them to say if it hasn't happened that way why can't I use the League of Ireland to do that like, yeah. you know what I mean it's not the end there's of the so world. many like, yeah. things you think like 
I done it, went away, played for Ireland in the two. Jack has done it, went away, played for Ireland there too. Scales has gone away just recently, gone into the Ireland squad, you know. Danny Mandrew, he was in the last Ireland squad. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Opportunity. There's opportunity are, there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You've seen people sort of do it and, you know what I mean? There's a lot of young talents in the league now that probably by the time the end of the season comes, they might not be in the league anymore. You know what I mean? Like, you have people at Bowles, like Devoy and Turney and all that, you know, that having great seasons. So, people might like take a chance on them and, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, but even if they don't, it's not the end of the world is what we're no, saying. No, that's yeah. the thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's not the end of the world. You can still have a great League of Ireland career. If you look back on your League of Ireland career and think, you know what, I played over 200, 300 games. I, I won this and won that. You can mm. look back on it and then when you're retired and all said and done, you know what? And especially with the League I've round. succeeded, you know. I've done some. I've lived the dream. I've done it for so many years and everything like that, you know. And that's, but that's redevelopment the stadiums, teams getting more competitive in Europe. Hopefully, a couple that, of more clubs get full time. If Bowles, they don't, yeah, Mount is gone. Yeah, and Talca is gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, don't, don't, don't bring up Talca. Yeah, it's a sensitive topic around how the lads follow <laughs> fucking. <laughs> but anyways, like if they get a f- few more teams go full time, Graham, you know what I mean. And so, most of it is full time. A couple more of them going to Europe, the FAI mm-hmm. put a bit more money in. You never know. We could have a competitive league sure, around right? Europe. Then imagine if Bowers and Blake Lovers in the semi final of a Champions League in fifteen. That's what'll happen in a hundred years in the future. Yeah, Bowers and Rovers in the Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah, there you go. That was like this. Yeah, we played Bowles in the semi-final of the cup going back and that was massive. The only pitch I would have been if it was Bowles Rovers Cup final. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we played Dundalk, I think it was 35,000 there. Like, I don't think yeah. it was a Rovers Bowles final. Yeah, and do you know what happened? Now, I don't think it's happened. I don't think it's ever happened, Bowles Rovers final. Yeah. I don't think it's ever happened. Because Bowles, I thought, were there. Should be up the area. They don't Rovers. fucking, they don't hell of it enough, I don't think, the League of Ireland. Do nah, you know they mean? don't. They have obviously this stream now that's going on like... We play Pats tomorrow and that's on uh, RTU, I think. You know, they televised the Virgin game when uh, we played in Europe, but I can't remember the last game that we played and mm. it was on telly. But the cup final was televised. Yeah, the cup final was that, televised yeah. and yeah. Uh, that, but nah, I don't, don't know where it is. I don't so know why. Like, a bit more interest going in it. Like it's, they can obviously do it because it's Friday nights. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, if people think we don't, don't do probably prefer to watch Premier League or whatever. Like, you know, it's not affecting with the Premier League or anything yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's it's a Friday night. Like, I don't see how people can take their kids and go and watch a game of football and all that. You know what I mean? Like, and get the crowds there. You know, obviously, they're going to need everybody back now when they come out of the cove and get everybody back into it. But now, nah, I, I love the league and, you know, mm. I'll bang on for the league uh, as long as I'm playing for it. And, Hopefully it keeps growing and growing. Yeah, now, Graham and Georgie Kelly going toe-to-toe with the Golden Belt in the League of Ireland this year. Yeah, and Georgie Kelly's going to smash him up for it. <laughs> right. Georgie Kelly has it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe wrap her up. Yeah, it was a pleasure. First football, and I'm really, really enjoyed it, I have to say. Oh, thanks, thanks for having me. Oh, obviously, it's in. That's obviously my journey through football, you know. So far, so far, so far man. Only 28. For free on Only the a plug. Yeah. 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 Someone looks at it too. Like, uh, when we have it up on, I'd say, see you, you broke my fucking mate, book that time. And that 50 50, you pick it. Listen, thanks for coming in, bro. Nice one, lads. Wrap this up. Jamie, take us out there. Boom!